You want to get high, man? Let's stimulate your mind. Get up, Chucky! What have we got here? Fucking comedian. <laughs> Rojan Kim. Hello, and welcome to the Rojan Kim Dast. It's me, Rojan Kim. How you guys doing? Hope you guys are good. I saw Joker over the weekend. Um, I liked it. It was all right. I mean, it was cool. It was what it was. I mean, Joaquin Phoenix, of course, as the Joaquin was amazing. I think uh, he's a great actor, but he could do anything, right? Like, I mean, he could play fucking a garbage man or goddamn Fred Flintstone or some shit, you know, and he would just bring this edge to it that I think, you know, is expected from a guy with his acting chops. Pretty good, you know. Rest in peace, River, right? You only imagine if River lived, Joachim would be fucking nowhere. He'd be nowhere. Do you think that it's like some weird Cain and Abel shit? You think they were like at the Viper Room partying? He's like, oomch, oomch. And Joachim was like, here, have some of this, River. Um, have some of this ecstasy or whatever. And then River, next thing you know, is face down fucking Sunset Boulevard. <clears throat> Joachim is the Joaquin. I mean, you know, okay, I should stop that. <laughs> Joaquin was Joker. He was great. Um, obviously, the movie, I felt, was, I mean, not just me, but it's a clearly, uh, I mean, it's, Todd Phillips, the director, literally said it's Taxi Driver and King of Comedy and Modern Times and Dog Day Afternoon. And, you know, there was influenced by all these 70s movies. And uh, he hooked up with Martin Scorsese's, like, uh, production person, point person in New York. You know, you get all the New York shit and you get all the stuff. And he there's even an article where Marty was like, ah, oh, lo- I love the script, but I'm fucking doing The Irishman, you know. And then Martin Scorsese in another interview was saying that like Marvel movies weren't cinema or he's like, it's not the cinema of human beings trying to convey psychology and emotion to other human beings, which is true. I mean, Marvel movies, all superhero movies are inherently melodramas. They're about gods. You know what I mean? They're not, they're not about people. They're about actual people. So they're, you're not playing people. You're playing ideas. You're playing characters, these gods. I mean, human beings, on screen, yes, are not real. They're constructs as well. They're characters, but as representations, they are supposed to reflect actual humanity. I'm talking about like just like realistic dramas and comedy, whatever. Just like things that aren't of a supernatural nature. You know, even sci-fi. Some of it is supernatural, and some of it is humanistic. You know, and some of it's in the realm of possibility, and that's sort of where we are. Uh, where we are, what the fuck did I just say? Where we are, like, I just, I just mean, like, Star Trek, Star Wars. Look at the difference between the two of them, right? Star Wars has the Force, which is just a magical chi thing. I guess you could kind of, like, I don't know, make up some science about it and say, you know, we're just midichlorians and whatever, but it's all just gobbledygook, right? Like, whereas Star Trek is trying to stay within the realms of our physical universe, like, it's supposed to be Earth, this universe with the laws, you know, there's no super powered beings unless they are alien or i guess supported by science in some ways but anyways i digress people are really upset because they're like martin scorsese saying that marvel movies aren't cinema well you haven't felt like i felt during endgame where you know 
<laughs> like people crying Kevin Smith, crying Joss Whedon. Everybody's like, because they love comics. And yeah, okay, listen. What you're talking about is the emotion that the human beings who are the creators are conveying to the human beings who are the audience members. That's a given. That's why he's saying it's like a theme park. That's why he's saying it's like a ride. It's a fantastic, you know, it, it is doing that. But he's talking about on screen, the cinema of real people. That's what he's saying. He's saying on screen, it's not real people doing stuff to real people, which is true, right? So Joker is exactly the same. Joker's so realistic. It's about Gotham. It's about how, like, Joker's a real person. And I guess that's true, but in essence, he is a criminal psychopath mastermind who's just murdering people and eventually will go on to create a toxin that leaves a smile on your face as you die <laughs> like that's what he's gonna go do we know this he's going to kidnap a uh, bat girl shoot her in the spine paralyze her like string her up and take naked pictures of her send the, i mean if we're following the joker canon right this dude this brilliant you know performance this pained and deranged man is is going to go do these awful things really or even if you just stick to the movies and he's supposed to be like jack napier or whatever which doesn't make any sense if he's arthur fleck like none of it actually makes sense right it's its own universe its own universe so if it's its own universe we can still say that comic book canon applies in terms of where joker could go you know what i mean like this character the joachim joker could go on to do the killing joke joke all right all right well so anyways it was a great um great time good movie super derivative i mean it's so obvious there's so many it's just like almost could it might as well just have said remember taxi driver or just played clips of taxi driver <laughs> just you'd be like or just been like just go watch taxi drivers it's a way better movie because if you think about Taxi Driver, it's a similar uh, premise, right? The idea of a young man, not or whatever, a man who's uh, an outcast, kind of antisocial, not quite adjusted, but sees society as needing some kind of cleaning or, you know, just something. Like something, one day rain's going to come and wash over. And that's not actually Arthur Fleck. Arthur Fleck is more like, he wants to put a smile on people's face, but he's also batshit crazy because he's been fucked fucked with in the head and all this stuff. So, you got all that. Travis Bickle, on the other hand, doesn't have the advantage of like, I don't know, like fucking... 60 years of canon, you know what I'm saying? 60 years of comic books, TV shows, things that sort of add to the idea of who Joker is to inform the idea of this character. And really, everybody knows who this fucker is. Like, nobody knew who Travis Bickle was when the movie came out. It was just some guy. For all we know, this could be actually a guy who lived in New York, which is probably terrifying, even more terrifying, right? Like, it's, and it is uh, because he's a real person, you know? He's and he's conveying, you know, he's trying to convey love. He's trying to, he's trying to do, you know, he's trying to do even the fucking iconic scene of him putting his fucking finger gun to his head, you know, and pulling the trigger. He's all blood soaked. If I get in, it's right when the cops come in, which you know, Joker also references. Like it, it, the, you know, it, it, all that stuff is sort of what laid the groundwork. For this movie, Joker, to even work. So because of that, you'd see 
that fucking Martin Scorsese is allowed to say whatever the fuck he wants, man. He's fucking, yeah, it's cinema. It's his, he, he can say what cinema is and isn't, Joss. All right, fuck. How about making some more movies uh, with people in them, huh? I mean, you did, uh, I guess he did the Shakespeare one. That was cool. But then, uh, you know, I don't know. I'm not saying one is better inherently or the other. It's just, it is what it is. It is what it is. Um, and we're in a stage, I, I don't know. So Right now, we could call up anything that ever existed at any time. And that's never been possible, you know? So if, it's really easy for things to be derivative. Like, everything is derivative because we're all playing this memory game right now, right? Like, a lot of nostalgia. A lot of sort of like, hey, you know, like the member berries, South Park, you know? So it's super easy to be derivative. So, and it's super easy to, like... So watching Joker, a part of me couldn't help be, like, fucking Martin Scorsese, like, brought to you by Martin Scorsese. Like, none of this could exist... <laughs> It's just uh, the Scorsese's Joker is essentially just executed by Todd Phillips. It, it was hard to see what Todd Phillips brought to the table, except just I'm the guy who's going to do it, you know, because why not Scorsese? You know, why not fucking the actual guy? Imagine. But then he didn't wouldn't want to do it because he's already done that. Why would he want to do this when he's already done that? Right? Why would he want to do? See, I, I'm, I wonder how much it got under his skin. Okay. If I was Martin Scorsese, I may have gotten a little pissed when Joker got a standing ovation at the Venice Film Festival, right? Won the Golden Lion, right? Fucking. And just being like, what? What? Fucking. That movie is just a ripoff of my movie. You know what I mean? He's like just stealing, like totally Mencia'd it, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> like he's just fucking just ripping it off. It's blaterizing. I mean, not really. It's an homage. I get it. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. But a standing O, and it's at Venice, Italy. <sighs> Fellini was there. I was there. But And now Todd for the Hangover guy, which is, who cares? Hangover, who cares? You know, sure. I've had some stinkers. It's not like I boxcar birthed that. No one remembers that. You know, it's fucking, look, it's fine. It's fine. Who am I to judge? But the fucking Golden Lion for a movie that's my movie? <laughs> my movie it's like i should i should be getting it they should be giving me the gold like the winner of the golden lion goes to martin scorsese they should have said you know like this is he's the one uh, anyway so i you can understand from that point of view and that but maybe you know he's also being crafty he doesn't want to fucking burn all the bridges or whatever you know maybe he wants to stay in the wb you know the warner brother universe in dc you know and so he's like fuck marvel yo fuck those movies ain't cinema, right? He can't come out and say, like, Joker is a fucking ripoff of my... I mean, come on. It's the... What the fuck? Like, I should be getting paid. To, you know what I'm saying? Like, what? Todd Phillips is a second unit director at best. Unit B. I'm saying, you know what I mean? B squad. <laughs> like, uh, he... Are, are you fucking... All right, but Scorsese's classy. You know what I'm saying? He's classy. He's a classy guy. Guy's a guy. Plus, maybe he's a WB's got a thing. You know, you don't want to piss off WB, so he's like, "Fuck it, fuck you, Disney, going after the mouse, <laughs> fuck them. What have they done for me? Fuck them." Uh, so maybe that's I don't know. Maybe that's what happened. I don't know. I'm rambling on and on about the Joker movie. It was it was worth watching. But seriously, just watch Taxi Driver also and King of Comedy, and you know, go on a Scorsese binge, and then think to yourself. This man who made these movies before time 
of uh, massive commercial commercialization, massive, like uh, the amount of information, like I was saying before, we have, we could look up any movie, any time, look up shots, look up anything. Scorsese didn't have that. He had his fucking, he watched hours and hours of movies in the cinema and then like fucking remember that shit. And then that's what he was using. <sighs> you know what I mean? Like Tarantino is a ripoff of Scorsese, but he's just a better ripoff. You know what I'm saying? He's like good enough so that he made it his own thing. Todd Phillips. I don't know. If I can. And is that, it's not wrong. This is my opinion. It's my opinion, of course, but I just hard for me to be like, this is what he brought to, you know, this is what he brought aside from like putting it together. The being the DJ, I couldn't, get a sense of who the DJ was, you know, like a Tarant- like Tarantino is like a DJ, like he's a DJ putting together like a, you know, but he also has his own thing. He loves feet, whatever, the fuck. you know what I'm saying? Like he has got his own thing, which is also makes it his. So I'm okay. Then it makes me okay. I can see that it's derivative. I can see what he does is derivative, but he's self-conscious and he is taking ownership and doing something new, trying to do something new with it. And I can see that. And I think that's great shit todd phillips is joker i it was like okay i could see what he's doing but i have no idea why he's even there why is he even there why marty marty could call could have called it in he could have fucking just done it uh, through skype or something <laughs> you know he could have done this movie you would build a little ai marty marty martin scorsese ai uh that could direct the movie for that you know and be like put the camera here we're gonna do a dolly shot you know all right um i saw another movie this weekend bunch of movies i saw midsummer midsommar midsommar which is which is nice i liked it i was i was afraid it was gonna be too long over long or whatever i didn't like hereditary see that was a weird it was weird i I didn't everybody really seemed to like it but i didn't like it i don't know i don't know why i think um i wasn't too into the main actor dude and i kind of didn't care if that you know the twist at the end is that it's all this is, am I ruining the movie for anybody? Probably. It's all real, you know, and you think it's not, and then it is, and I don't know. It wasn't, but, but this one I liked. I liked this one a lot. It was a really weird, um, also, you could, one could argue derivative, you know, like uh, the, the influences were clear. A lot of Bergman, it's like a Swedish, there's like this group of kids going to Sweden, but like this weird, northern northern part of sweden where there's this pagan ritual going on and they're all invited to come and ends up you know being like a horror show and and just fucking and it was not that was like not even a good explanation you know you really should see it if you haven't seen it great mushroom a lot of mushrooms taking you know a lot of mushroom taken <laughs> which is interesting um nice payoff at the end i thought uh and great acting the acting camera work was really good and you can see the influences bergman definite bergman influence definite um what's that fucking movie thin white ribbon it's german director god i don't my cinema my cinema i forget all the cinema um but it like the influences are clear really good uh, like a wicker man type thing vibe going on a lot of stuff you know a lot of you could really but also he made it his own thing ari aster yeah ari aster made it his own thing camera work you know it was very like deliberate and had a you could tell like there are certain shots that were designed to push the story ahead or the spirit the energy of this story shit like that good stuff 
Um, highly recommend it. It's Rogan at the movies. This is what's going on. Is this what I'm doing? Okay. So I get, I wanted to talk about try, try, be relevant, be out there. <laughs> That's what I wanted to. Hey, I'm out there. I'm a, a, a midsummer. Yeah, that movie came out months ago. <laughs> so here's is my review of uh, two movies. Uh, one that just came out, and one that came out months and months ago. And uh, here, I'll throw in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood as well, which you know just came out. Also, derivative, Fellini. Ooh, Altman. Ah, it's like you could just see the mm, rich, beautiful cinematography, gorgeous, like sunlit. Ah, use of the sun. Midsummer did a great sunlight. You know, it's like mostly summer uh, because up north in the Sweden area, there's only it's only dark for like four hours or some weird shit. So it's everything's fucking bright all the time, brightly lit. Great, good stuff. Once upon a time in Hollywood was exactly like that, except it was a golden, rich, golden, sort of warm California sun. Uh, fucking shots of like just my neighborhood, my literal neighborhood that I'm in now, like fucking set up in the 60s. Um, a lot of people were bored. You know, a lot of people were bored. Bored. I don't blame them. Not to everyone's taste. It's definitely like a dude's movie in a way. For some reason, like dudes, I don't know how else to describe it, but dudes seem to really like it. And everybody else, not so much. But whatever, man. I mean, I liked it. I guess I'm a dude. Um, is it because it was violent to women, ultimately? <laughs> Justifiably violent toward women? Uh, you know, no, no, it was much more than that. You know, there's a humanity to it that I really like. There was a slickness to it, but a fakeness, too. Fake and real at the same time. Hilarious. That hilarious L.A. thing captured the spirit of a place that I grew up in and obviously Tarantino did too and of a person who's trying to get along there I don't know it's all of it's just it was I, I enjoyed it anyways that's another example another movie derivative um, but also its own thing so it's possible Todd Phillips I don't know what I'm, gonna do. I'm basically just yelling at Todd Phillips to get his shit together or no he could no I applaud his direction uh, good good for you buddy like he needs me to this is what sucks about movie reviews and being a critic or whatever Who the, whatever I, what have I done you know I just went to film school give the fuck and I, and I just paid twenty dollars for amc to watch a goddamn movie you know like what did i fucking do who cares but honestly though just fucking watch taxi driver man taxi driver and king comedy those two together you'll be like ah oh, that is joker like and then then in some ways i'm like was this movie necessary was it necessary but is anything necessary now beyond maybe stopping the wars overseas and fixing the infrastructure <laughs> of this country ending the drug war um giving health care to millions who need it, children starving everywhere. But beyond that, what do we need, right? What do we really need, guys? You know what I need? I need you to follow me on Twitter and Instagram, guys. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, um, at Rojan Kim. Go to my website, rojankim.com, just to find the Rojan Kim cast. Huh? Find this podcast wherever podcasts find you so stitcher and the libsyn and the apple and whatever the fuck just uh rojan kimcast i'm on there please subscribe review like if you can and thank you very much for listening um was that this was just a rambling mess maybe i don't know it's it's a movie somewhat it's a i talked about cinema it was a cinematic podcast okay 
podcast about me. 